This is we. What? <laughs> you got a prescription for this? Yeah. Where is it? Uh. Where is it? It's 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 uh. Where? 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 Oh, where? Where? I should take your ass, dear. You know that? For what? I... For what? Look at this. That's just not my cigarette. This yeah. cigarette weed. Well, it looks like a cigarette. You better have glaucoma. I do. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Shut up and three bit more popcorn. Waka waka, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. This episode is all about 2007's Rush Hour 3. So, go get you something to drink, eat, munch on to enjoy this episode. Afterward, from a new sponsor. That's right, I said you. Waka waka. Texas summers are back, boys. That means hot summer nights, waking up with sweaty balls. I don't know about you, but I hate waking up in the middle of the night sweating like a horror in church. Hi, it's me again, Brian Nolan, the star pitcher for the 1982 All Star Texas Ranger team. And I'm here to tell you to call the Bingo Boy. That's right, B-I-N-G-E-O.com to get you on the fast track of a cooler night. Ladies and gentlemen, tell them Brian sent you and get a 50% discount on a keychain. Waka waka, guys. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. It's your boy, Nicho. This time we're going to get into, like I said at the intro, 2007's Rush Hour 3. Now, this is a different little episode. I'm doing a live Facebook or Facebook live stream as I record the body of the episode. Granted, this episode, I'm juggling with things, whether to release it next week or this Friday. But that's with the body of everything, you know, intro, outro, commercial, got a couple new sponsors, going to spread them out throughout the coming episodes. And I don't know if I can, if I'm getting any, uh, let me see here. I got to open up the program. I got a sweet motive seven and i am fucking up the flow of this episode sorry um long story short okay rush hour three takes place after the events of the first two films i'm guessing three to four years because carter does mention that it was um an incident that happened off camera uh with jackie chan's character lee what the hell's going on over there and uh his then girlfriend or uh, Isabella from the second film. Now, the off the bat, I'm not gonna say okay. Oh, we used to talk about the worst ones and da da da. Okay, let's get this straight. The worst one is usually the one that is probably ranked lowest amongst the other films in that franchise or sequels and everything. Let me see if I can get some. Uh, Something froze. Are we live still? Did we have a little fuck up? How about now? Is it better? Is that better? 
feels a little bit better, hopefully. Um, damn, I don't like that feedback I'm hearing. Anyways, so long story short. Um, I don't even know why I said that. That's the stupidest thing to say. What I meant to say was going back to my original thought. Um, the film is an enjoyable sequel to the original two. Now, in my opinion, the first one was probably the best one. That's the one I remember hearing, you know, people reciting lines from the film at school and stuff. And then uh, the second one, when it came out, I remember me and my brother and his friend went to go see it in the theater. Um, and this one, I don't think if we, I don't think I watched it. I think this one, we watched it uh, on DVD or something. Uh, but obviously the time it's, it comes out in 07. The first one came out in 98. So there's a time difference, obviously. So uh, Chris Tucker <laughs> has aged, we should say, uh, got a little thicker. Um, he, he's obviously the comic relief of the franchise. You know, he's the, he's the uh, Jackie Chan's the straight man. And and Chris Tucker's character is the one that's going to give you the laughs and jokes. He starts off the movie, I guess uh, he got in trouble. He's now doing on traffic duty. He is, I'm supposed to be looking at the camera. He's doing traffic duty. And he's like, he's got his iPod on. You know, this is 07. This was this right, right at the edge of the iPhone. And... Sorry, man, motherfucker had to come out. Ain't too much background noise in the way. Anyways, uh, Chris Tucker. God, usually if I'm I'm not on live, I'd shut this fucking shit down and re-evaluate my shit. But like Bill O'Reilly says, fucking live. So Chris Tucker... In the first movie, the skinny black dude trying to be more than a detective, be more, you know, we know that story. He gets his shot when that, that whole story goes down. Second movie, he gained a little weight. It was a couple years later. Uh, this one, he's not huge, but he's thicker than he used to be. Uh, he's putting the traffic duty. He stops a couple chicks and basically cons them or like uh, kind of abuses his power to basically take them out and like i said it was before iphones um so we he's rocking the ipod with the earbuds and with the cord and 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 all that um we find out lee has a brother quote unquote and uh we come to find out later on that it was a uh, fellow orphan uh that he and and uh said person became close to you know in this orphanage basically trying to have they had each other's back uh he felt he abandoned him and there's a whole backstory there it get, it goes kind of quick because like in the first movie everything was set in la everything was set in la second movie was la then hong kong and then vegas and then or it was hong kong then la then vegas and they're doing the same thing here i want to say this movie has Saw the return of Brett Ratner as a director. Let me just make sure. 
Uh, and so this one, yeah, that Brett Ratner returned to direct this one. I think he directed the second one, or maybe he didn't. But we see all a bunch of returns. We see uh, the return of Carter's Corvette. That's sweet black uh, convertible Corvette that he had in the first movie. Only for a little bit. We see the return of, oh, what was her name? Sun Lee. I think it was Sun Lee. Uh, Rush Hour 2. Characters in the best characters supposed to be not. Okay, why am I seeing this? This is weird. Uh, Wikipedia is to this day. Okay, here we go. Sending me all over the place where I ain't supposed to. Yeah, Brett Redner. That's what I thought. He directed the second one. Anyways, something going on. I got a notification. Anybody out there in Facebook land watching? What's up, Eddie? I'm probably lagging like a motherfucker. <laughs> All right. So everything was Brett Ratner. Okay. So soon we returned. We don't, we hadn't seen her in the second movie or since the first movie. Uh, her father is going to speak, I guess, like the United Nations or whatever, uh, and reveal the I do not know Chinese, nor do I speak Chinese. So I'm going to say this as non-goofy as i would normally like sound like an idiot uh if i could bring up the mother trucking this live y'all it sucks <laughs> i don't know how they do it on that's wild oh man maybe i need a partner maybe i needed a a, a, a jet lead jackie chan to my chris tucker or chris tucker to my jet lee that or maybe i need a better computer because i am slow as fuck so we're just gonna do off the hip like we normally do it straight through like a damn choo-choo train so her dad Sun Lee's dad is speaking he gets shot in attempted assassination we don't find out until later on in the film of course never trust the old white dude if you learned anything from the first movie you should incorporate it for this movie because the old white dude who was uh the one dude from Judge Dredd you know, who kind of sacrificed himself for uh, Sylvester Stallone's character. He's the bad guy all along. And jumping ahead of ways. So Sun Lee, uh, they had this whole scene of Chris Tucker and the giant uh, Asian guy. Would you say that? Because I don't know if they're practicing jujitsu, karate, uh, judo, Mexican judo. I don't know. This dude is like fucking seven, eight feet tall. And it's this whole scene I felt was funny, but was it really necessary? Because they, re- they basically go to that studio, that martial arts studio to retrieve uh, a key or something from Sun Lee's locker because she's a teacher there. They just end up, of course, Tucker being running, you know, away with his mouth and just being like oh i'm a cop you gotta listen to me hey we we demand this demand that instead of just like hey man we're police officers so lee sent us over here to get this blah 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 and the one guy uh the assistant teacher master whatever and then we'll get to the whole you me situation but 
uh, instead of just telling them, hey, okay, hey, like, how can I help you, blah, blah, blah. And then Jackie Chan, who probably should have took the lead, it just goes in and uh, or Chris Tucker goes in and be like, hey, I got this and just starts running his mouth like usual. The kids almost cut the motherfucker with like those sword sticks. Um, he goes into the locker and he runs into the giant Asian dude, like I said. And then this motherfucker like basically clowns both of these motherfuckers and and chris tucker is like ah crying like a little ah crying like a little bitch swings him around finally the master who is blind but obviously he's a master for a reason so he other senses are heightened so everybody gets so okay you know everybody stands to attention they have their interaction chris tucker and him the asian the the master's name is you and it's like a who who's on first situation and so i don't know i just felt like it was funny and obviously it was meant to be for it's a comedy but it was really unnecessary to make it that long but um next we see them go back to the hospital because there's an attempt uh another attempt on her father's life here we meet an asian frenchman (laughs) and there's this whole scene after they have a shootout with a nun uh, basically translating for for the party because nobody there knows how to speak French and they're trying to get some information out the dude. And they have another, I mean, I wouldn't say it's unnecessary. It's funny uh, where they have this back and forth where he he said, uh, he said the N word and this and that and, and the black, and then Chris Tucker's like, what? So they have their interaction and Chris Tucker goes biblical on this motherfucker and basically pulls the trigger on an unloaded gun because he's starting to kill him. And then the Frenchman's like, do it. And so you hear click and he's like, oh shit, he realized this motherfucker ain't playing around, Jack. What the fuck is going on? So now <laughs> the nun is still translating and then she starts praying in Latin, I think, because I had the subtitles on, so it said Latin. And the the inner the, it was so funny because chris tucker's going yeah you better pray to the lord you're gonna see him real quick finally he tells him some information he tells him uh he gives him an address uh roosevelt 501 or something like that roosevelt genevieve and so they take that information and they don't know what the fuck to do with it but at the end chris tucker high fives the nun and they have like this little jive moment it was like thanks again sister like no problem brother so uh they have to get Sung Lee safe. So they decide to take her to the French embassy uh, where the old evil white dude who we don't know is evil at the time offers to take her to with him to his family's uh, French country home, whatever, whatever. Uh, but it's a ruse. We find out because as soon as they get there, his limo blows up like uh, maybe a minute or two before they get on it to make it seem like there was an attempt on his life, too. So he's like, I'm going to get all these motherfuckers conf- like, oh, what's going on? Oh, oh, So now with the subplot of uh, my brother, I couldn't, I couldn't shoot my brother. I had to let my brother go because he still feels guilty because he got adopted before. Uh, I think his name is Kenji. And I'm going to bring it up. I should bring it up. But the stupid, I don't want to waste y'all's time with my ignorance. 
Okay, so Kenji, who's played, and I ain't going to say that, but it's the dude from Mortal Kombat who played Scorpion, I believe. Let me just make sure. I'm going to click on his thing, see what his filmography is. Uh, he's been in a lot of shit. He was, he's going to be in John Wick 4. Hell yeah. Uh, Mortal, yep, he was Scorpion. So the dude that played Scorpion plays Kenji in this film. Now, Kenji... Uh, it's all it's all centered around the triad and there's this secret there i'm gonna see if i can find it here oh it's called what the hell is it called shai shai shinji shai shai shen boom i found it a mythical a semi-mythical individual of great importance to the chinese mob an assassin okay so that's off wikipedia now for those of you on facebook live just know I I have my Zoom up and I can't see what's being said on the Facebook Live. I mean, I should go and see what's up. I don't see any comments or nothing. This is the first time on Facebook Live. I usually do YouTube Live or Twitch from time to time. And it looks like I am frozen there. So I'm just going to go back to Wikipedia and bring up my Zoom window and continue with my explanation after I sip some tea. So Shai Chen, I think is what the word was. Let me go back and make sure. Yep, Shai Chen. Okay, so now... They have to go to France. That's what it is. They have to go to France to find Shai Shen or to find anything to help them close this case. So as soon as they fly into France, they get pulled over, not pulled over, they get taken aside in the airport by Roman Polanski's character, who, um, as we know, and I don't even know exactly what the fuck he was arrested or is, is running from the cops now, um, I should bring it up. I don't know. He plays Commissaire Revy. Oh, look at that. I have a little front in me. Wee wee. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Roman Polanski is, his bitch got kept by Charles Manson's people back in the 60s. Uh, but he was a famous director. And I'm looking to see his legal crap. And... If y'all want to figure that out, be by all my be my guest. Go to Wikipedia, and I thought there was going to be a little short explanation as to why he's hiding out wherever the fuck he's at. Um, but I ain't going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to continue with, and I have to go back this way. Uh, so long story short, Roman Polanski's character beats them to beats the shit out of them with phone books and then gives them a cavity search so the funny thing is when they're walking out they get into a taxi and the taxi driver automatically says i do not serve these people i do not serve get out of my cab i do not serve you you would think it was because he's black it's like no he i speak not because that's because he's american i don't drive americans and you with him you get out too so he has this like like prejudice for Americans. But then Chris Tucker pulls out his pistol and is like, bro, you gonna take us where the fuck we wanna go? He's like, okay, okay, okay. 
they have a like, like a high speed car chase and this flips the taxi driver around he's like so exhilarated and it's like oh my god my life is so dull this happened and like it like basically he he finds him later uh that night after another running with kenji and just pledges to to just i work for i will drive you for free please let me just let me hang out with you let me be your driver let me shoot he wants to shoot somebody (laughs) wants to shoot somebody and so they agree so but before that they go out um uh or they get kidnapped but they get taken by kenji taken to kenji underneath the uh the city streets and the sewers uh kenji basically tells uh lee look if y'all leave now i won't kill you if you leave now there will be no repercussions. i won't i won't be forced to to kill you guys Chris Tucker's like, hell yeah, somebody take me to the airport? What's up? Lee is like, and what about uh, Su Young, uh, Young and her dad? He's like, I can't help you there. Basically saying, these motherfuckers are going to get got. I'm giving you a chance to go. Just let the events, let's just let what's meant to be happen. Um, disagree. They have a little fight. They get thrown into the sewer. They get out and they smell like they basically smell like shit. And there's a train, y'all. Ain't that a bitch? I hate it. When I, when I start recording something, the fucking train has to come in. Yeah, fuck up everything. Well, not everything. Fucks up a little bit. Anyways. So they go to the room. They have a little disagreement. So then Chris Tucker takes off. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. You know what? Whatever. They basically, you know, they're upset with each other. So, and it's mainly because Chris Tucker's like, dude, I'm your, you know I mean, I'm your boy. I'm your, you're my brother. I'm your brother. Like, and, and Lee's just like, no, you're not my brother. If you, you you've never, you know, basically, because he doesn't want to have that same connection with somebody. If, that's what it felt like to me. He didn't want to have the same connection with somebody. And then something happened. And then boom, you know, they're no longer cool. They're no longer bros or whatever. So, Anyways, so um, they both, in a way, have the same kind of, it's like this weird montage kind of deal where he's roaming the streets, eating Chinese food, and watching a movie that is, and then, uh, or hearing music, because they like, because they like the Beach Boys, and then Lee's is having, you know, fried chicken and and sweet potato pie, and uh, Carl, I mean Carl. Uh, Chris Tucker realizes what the whole 501 Roosevelt Genevieve clue leads to. And it's to this, uh, I guess it's a burlesque show, uh, kind of like a, uh, like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like not a strip club, but it's like a, um, a show or whatever. Then he, oh no, wait, 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 wait. I skipped the part. Now, they go to some kind of bar or casino to look for this Genevieve or this place. And then Lee gets uh, picked up by an assassin and Carter meets Genevieve. The girl will see this at this uh, strip club place, whatever. And then uh, that's when they get kidnapped or whatever and taken to 
the sewers with Kenji and all that stuff. So fast forward to where we're at now. They are, he's at the club. The evil white man, old white man, goes to Lee's uh, room and gives him the clue and kind of nudges him. So like, hey, this is who I believe that they're going to go after. If, you know, she is, she's the main clue or she's, you know, she, she will lead you to Shai Shin, this and that, you know, you have to go get her and protect her. But we later find out he did that because he knew that they were going to go kill that bitch. And they said, you know what? If they kill these motherfuckers too, boom, end of investigation. We're kill two birds with one stone. So fast forward, Lee goes and Chris took, and there's this whole scene where he's pretending to be the new costume designer. And he basically fakes that. And then he, he sees an opportunity to uh, see some titties. Let's be real. And this is a PG... This is, I don't think this is rated R. I think it was like PG-13 or something. And then, uh, so we ain't going to see no titties. Or at least I don't think we do. We might have when they come out the back to the stage, but who knows. Uh, so he's just standing there and being a little pervert. And uh, the main chick, Genevieve, does her, her stick or her uh, performance. Lee notices people with guns. They see Lee and uh, Tucker... Okay, I'm James Carter. His name's Carter. They find each other in the backstage and then they have this plan like, okay, you get the girl, you, you know, you get the lights and this and that. They have this little interaction where Lee's or Carter's trying to get the chick out of the way of danger. And she's like, what the fuck? They're messing up my solo, blah, blah, blah. They do their thing. And then uh, everybody thinks it's a show because when the dudes with guns start firing, everybody's clapping at the end. Like, yeah, this awesome show. And it was real bullets. You know, and one of, I'm pretty sure one of the ricochet probably hit somebody. That motherfucker wasn't clapping. Uh, so anyways, they realize, or she realizes what's going on. And she's like, damn, she used to be with Kenji or she wanted to, she wanted to be part of the whole Chirat thing, blah, blah, blah. So she reveals that Shai, she's is Shai Shen. And she reveals after an incident with Carter, who's trying to get bump uglies and the assassin shows back up again, but she reveals that she's got these, the information tattooed mm-hmm. on her head and Carter freaks the fuck out. Thinks she's a man. She just bald, bro. You about to knock them guts out. No problem. When she had her hair, she took it off. And then you want to freak out like, bro. Um, then we find, then he takes, they take her, Genevieve, to the old evil black man, or old evil black, old evil white man, I don't know why I said black, old evil white man. Then that's when he reveals himself to be the old evil white man. And he gets a call from Kenji uh, proposing a swap. He's like, you give me her and I'll give you Sun Lee. This is when we find out, oh shit, Sun Lee, he, he's, he's got her, oh shit. Uh main scene is the Eiffel or the, the uh, end of whatever is at the Eiffel Tower. They go up there and Carter is dressed up as Genevieve with the wig. Obviously, he must have got it from her. They go upstairs and him and or Lee and Kenji have their final showdown. They they fight they end up outside. And the whole time I was watching this, I'll, I don't like heights. I hate heights. I mean, I'll climb up a ladder. I'll fill up some feeders. I'll get on the roof. But like these beams are like, 
Hell no. And I get it. It's probably CGI. They're probably in the studio or whatever. But fuck that. I mean, fuck that. Um, so Lee and, and Kenji are fighting. Uh, Carter is fighting everybody, the, the henchmen inside. Soon Lee's just hanging up like, are y'all going to save me? What the fuck? She, uh, they, or somehow uh, Kenji and Lee end up on the bottom net. Like there's a catch, like, because obviously people are going to commit suicide off the Eiffel Tower. So they put this safety net. Uh, Kenji starts, because every time they hit it, they bounce up almost like a trampoline. Kenji keeps stabbing at it, trying to kill Lee. It cuts in half. They start dangling. And, and Kenji, and he's trying, Lee's trying to help him, trying to save him. And Kenji's like, you can't save me. And basically, you know, pulls his hand away from his so he can basically die. He falls to his death. That motherfucker ain't coming to rush hour four. Nobody comes back for rush hour four. It's already been shit. 15 years? Damn. Doing the math in my head. That is fucking crazy. 15 years. Nah, we don't need no, we don't need, they did a TV show, but yeah. All right, so. Now they go to save, or Tucker goes to save uh, Soon Lee, and then the fucking Asian assassin comes back and starts, basically lets her go. Carter catches the rope, and there you swing up, and they come back, and they kick her, and then she ends up in one of the gears, and then that fucking thing just basically cuts that bitch in half. Uh, so they're safe-ish. They go down, um, or she sends Sun Lee the elevator to go down and then Carter gets caught up in a flag or they hide. Lee gets in, like hides into a flag and Carter's hiding behind like a toll booth thing or something. Then somehow Carter gets caught up in the, in the flag and then he gets the, the gust of wind blows him over the railing. And so he's hanging and he's like, Oh shit, save me, Lee, save me, help me. Lee figures the only way to get out of the situation is to, use it as an umbrella or, uh, or like a parachute and so that's what happens and of course it's a movie so it's like in reality it probably went straight the fuck down but it's hollywood so they float across the sea or whatever they float across the street or whatever and evil white man is there it's <laughs> gonna shoot everybody he's gonna shoot her and then blame the two cops like oh you killed her and then bang Everybody's checking, like, what the fuck's going on? Who shot the old evil white man? It was the motherfucking taxi driver, bro. Comes full circle. He wanted to kill somebody with no repercussions, and he finally got his wish. He's like, I followed you. Oh, and then, okay, I skipped the part where they went to his house, and his wife starts giving him shit, and he starts pretending, like, I'm a secret agent. I'm a spy. Socle bleu. What the hell's that skunk? Pepe la Pew. There you go. Ha. See? It's it uh it's slow, but it gets there. Uh so that's the end of the movie. Uh we don't see these characters ever again. I think that's perfect. Eh, not a perfect ending. Um I like the bloopers at the end because they, they did that in the first movie, they did that in the second movie, and they did this movie. Um should they make a rush hour four? I don't think so. Just leave it at three perfect bow at the end boom um it was good to see a lot of characters come back like uh i think what the sun lee and her and her dad or where the fuck his name is her name is uh we see the car we see a lot of callbacks in a way um 
like I said, I like this movie. I always, I mean, I always thought it was, you know, compare it to the first two. Yeah, it's not as good. But all in all, it's an enjoyable comedy. If you're a fan of the first two movies, you're going to love this one. Um, I'd like to, I'd always wanted to see Chris Tucker go back to the Friday franchise. Uh, there was always talks of him going back for the last one or whatever. Who knows if that's going to happen, especially with uh, the passing of John Witherspoon years ago. Um, uh, Jet, I keep saying Jet Li because his character's name is Lee, but Jackie Chan. Uh, I don't know what he's doing lately, but he has been in some shit. He might be a subject of a franchise uh, worst actors movie. Um, so I might have to do some research on that. Um, so yeah, that's going to be it uh, for the episode since I'm on Facebook Live. I don't know how long I've been on. Probably buffered like a motherfucker. Uh, haven't gotten any messages anybody who knows if anybody's watching but i just wanted to show facebook some love uh if you're new uh i like how facebook's integrating the podcast into uh like the episodes into the page the profile yeah so and then i've there's an option i can go there and make clips 30 second clips almost like uh I, what i do for the snippets or the popcorn bites and yeah so um a majority of the time when i do go live i do it on youtube and or uh i just <laughs> I, I pulled the trigger on zoom uh professional because it was a sale or whatever and with that i'm able to go live on facebook youtube twitch whatever um other than that shit what else is going on i mean i'm killing it on youtube with uh, the cover art of a lot of episodes um twitter's majority the the main place where you own oh, the main place but uh where i'm on the you know always promoting the episodes and stuff like that go um please go, if you're new to this or if you like the page or whatever go check it out or go check up shutuppopcorn.com that's may uh the main hub for you know a lot of uh, like oh there's links for the youtube other social medias there are posts which i need to update um newest episodes and this and that and there's a coming soon section where i have posted a bunch of potential movies that i'm going to be covering uh not in a specific order i try to keep the ones that i'm doing or have done up top but just not a specific order and then i have some people that want to jump on an episode and talk about certain movies on that list and i do need to add on to it but other than that that's the, the main gist of the podcast did a whole month in march of full episodes i did them like twice a week uh, uh i came i was just gonna do every every week boom new episode but i had uh, a bunch of people join me and do uh guest episodes and i didn't want to keep them in the can and like i said it was march podcasting madness so after the second third week i started releasing uh, monday and friday and then the last day of march was a thursday so i dropped that episode on thursday instead of friday and uh yeah that's the gist of it i was gonna take a couple i was gonna take either the whole month off or take a couple weeks and like i said at the beginning i'm probably gonna release this i haven't made up my mind either this friday or just keep with the you know every other week and 
I'm going to edit this audio out. There's a lot of shit on here that, that needs to be trimmed. But other than that, that's going to be it, guys. Thank you again for checking out the episode. Uh, I guess I could be considered an outro. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Uh, just want y'all to remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of yourself and the ones you love. Spoony love from up, up above saying, peace, nanu, nanu. And this is where I'm supposed to edit, stop the recording, but I have not on the fucking button. Oh, there it is. Peace. Hey, y'all, it's me, Hit the Clown. Motherfuckers, I wasn't through. I'm back again. Gotta tell you to go over to Teespring store and buy yourself a shirt, tank top, hoodie, mug, mask, or neck gator. You know why? Because neck gators are fucking cool. You can rob a bank with those motherfuckers. Ain't nobody gonna tell you you're suspicious. Everybody's wearing that shit now. is it guys that is the episode thank you so much for checking it out if you're a new listener thank you so much for joining hope i don't disappoint if you're an old listener thank you so much for uh keeping up with your boy i pre i really do appreciate it if you happen to listen to the podcast through the facebook app uh they just informed me that they're gonna stop doing that they're gonna stop publishing episodes on their on their platform or whatever so I would highly suggest going to all the other platforms that I that I'm distributed through. I got I'm on Apple, Google Podcast, Anchor, I'm on Spotify, I'm on Stitcher, and now I'm on Amazon Music. So if you use those apps, please please go to the search bar, search Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. If you see my logo, boom, you're there. Also, go check out the Extra Butterfree. That's the sister podcast to this podcast where I talk about actual entertainment stuff. Review movies, TV shows. Oh, man. I do a bizarro show where I kind of talk about the best one in my view. Uh, the best film in, that, in a franchise. So, like, you know, Batman and Robin's the worst one. So, I did one on Batman. Ninja Turtles 3 was a bad movie on this feed. And I talked about the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And so, yeah. And then I'm also doing a thing called Popcorn Tins. Where I talk about movies that are not in a franchise. But are like uh, like lost gems in my opinion. Like stuff that I grew up watching. And like, oh man, did you rewatch that? I just did one on The Replacements. Love that movie. Uh, and I have a list of movies that I want to talk about. I want to get back. I want to talk about Tropic Thunder. Oh man, the Rescuers Down Under, Surf Ninjas, just just amazing, just fun movies that I grew up enjoying that I'm pretty that I kind of want to talk about that don't fit the criteria of Bizarro. Shut up and refill my popcorn and this podcast. So yeah, off the top of my head, that's about it, guys. That's that's it for the updates and the news. Oh, whatever app you're using, please go like and subscribe. Leave me a review. And, uh, you know, tell me what you really think. Uh, and, of course, on YouTube, you'll see a bunch of stuff up there. I got my popcorn bite for like two minute bits of uh, two minutes of each episode to kind of give you a little taste. And then like and subscribe. Like and subscribe there. You'll see the video feed, live feeds that I did with all my guests. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's everything that's coming <laughs> that I can think of right now. So, uh, with that being said, again, I want to thank y'all so much for joining me, 
And remember, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of yourself. Spooning love from up above. Telling y'all. Peace. Nanu, nanu.